Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 89. Now we must return to our fathers who walked together in harmony in the Lord and began to labor vigorously, tending Christ's vine among the Florentines, harvesting a rich vintage of souls. They heard the confessions of all who came to them. Those who were priests administered the Holy Eucharist. After dinner, the midday meal, they returned to San Girolamo, where they gave the customary discourses to the crowds on sacred subjects. On Sundays, as well as the usual daily oratory discourses, either Baronio or Budini would preach extempore to the people, who came eagerly to listen to them in the Church of the Florentines. It thus happened that in a short space of time, the number of priests grew, as did the crowd of those who gathered there to hear them. By their word and example, they inspired the people to virtue and to undertake every sort of good work. They recovered many whose lives had been scandalous, so that not only did they become moderate and chaste, but turned away from all passing things and were gently brought to Christ's saving counsel and the frequent use of the sacraments. Others by often hearing the discourses, were encouraged to join our institute and embrace our way of life. Four of the fathers, who were considered suitable for the task, were chosen in turn to deliver the discourses to the people in the oratory. On every day of the week except Saturday, as is still the custom among our fathers. They preached not themselves, but Christ and him crucified. Their discourses turned on moral matters in a straightforward manner, adapted to all manner of folk, particularly the common people. For this reason, they avoided all subtle inquiries and instructed the people about the necessity For this reason, they avoided all subtle inquiries and instructed the people about the necessary, not the spectacular, without any pomposity. Following the example of the saints, they spoke about what would heal the thoughts of men. Of the four speakers, the first two would talk particularly about questions of morality. The next two on the lives of the saints or the course of church history in chronological sequence, each one being allotted half an hour to speak. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, 
patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Philip Neri began his life as a priest in gathering people to talk about spiritual things. We read about that when he was earlier on a priest. And then he began, as crowds grew, especially after he was persecuted and after he had thought about going to India, he began to introduce the reading of a spiritual book and then the talking on the book and asking other people to give their opinions. And what that eventually developed into is what we hear about tonight. It developed into something that was done after lunch. So the midday meal was the main meal. And then many people in Rome would take a two hour siesta. They would go home and, and nap for two hours. And things would kind of open back up around four in the afternoon. Well, what the oratorians began to do is to take advantage of that time in Rome and to tell young men and older men, instead of taking your siesta, why don't you come down to our church and listen to sermons? And at this point, what were the oratorians doing? They were preaching for two hours, five days a week, from say 1.30 to 3.30. They would give four talks, half an hour each. And as Bronio was there, he was often chosen to be one of the speakers. And this is where those famous discourses on church history really began to take shape. That every day or frequently when he was asked to do so, Baronius would preach on church history year by year. And so preaching frequently, almost every day for half an hour, he went through over time, the whole history of the church, seven times. And then St. Philip said, write, write it down. And so oftentimes, the books that oratorians have written, it's the same with Father Robinson's books, the discourses he gave at these meetings we call the Little Oratory, the Brothers of Little Oratory, it's this secular group that gathers to hear the word of God. Father Robinson gave talks on spirituality and those eventually became some of his own books. So what does this have to teach us who are not oratorians? Do things little by little. Chesterton says, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. In other words, get started on something. Don't wait till you have the perfect plan and the perfect situation and the perfect setup to begin to do good. If Baronius had waited till he could write the book to begin to write, he never would have got started. And St. Philip didn't tell him the whole plan. He said, just preach preach, just start. So in each of our lives, there's some part of the vineyard which has been entrusted to us. There's some part of the Lord's vineyard which we have to look after 
and keep the weeds away and keep the plants going and getting water there and getting fertilizer. And we cannot neglect our part of the vineyard. We cannot wait to do good until everything is perfect. Should we be slackers? No. Chesterton, when he says, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. He's not saying slack off and do a negligent job. He's saying there's a wrong kind of perfectionism that inhibits people from ever getting going, from ever doing something for the Lord. If he's asked to do something, if it's worth doing because he's asked it, then it's worth doing even if it's not perfect, even if it ends up being a little bit of a hack job. It's still worth doing, and we should do it. The Lord asks us to begin. The Lord asks us to follow him. He didn't wait till the apostles were perfect before he called them. He doesn't wait till two people are saints before they get married. He certainly doesn't wait till they're perfect parents before he gives them a child. He certainly doesn't wait till a young man knows everything before he makes him a priest. No, the Lord equips us. He gives us what we need here and now for the task he asks of us. And let us ask the Lord tonight to give us the grace to begin, for the grace to keep going, for the grace not to be discouraged by our imperfections. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.